cliffcentral.com We're going to cry, laugh and love. And we're going to do it together. The Life with Libang podcast. Ask no questions here, no lies. We're going to cry, we're going to laugh, we're going to hug. We are going to do so many things together and that is the whole purpose of the show. Welcome to Life with Lebang. My name is Lebang Khosana and you are currently tuned in to cliffcentral.com. And if you're here for the first time, welcome to the first day of the rest of your life. My hope is that we're going to grow together and we're just going to hold hands on this journey called life because we learn so many things as we go every day. I can learn from you, you can learn from me. I think that's what people are for. We're here to learn from one another just so we can live good lives. You know what I'm saying? Let's be happy. That's the vibe. That's the energy. So wherever you are in the world, if the sun is out and it's hitting your face, lucky you. If it's freezing cold, I'm so sorry, but you know, the wheel turns. The wheel turns. Tomorrow it'll be you, honey. I'm currently in the studios at cliffcentral.com. The weather outside is amazing. There is so much sun. I wish I was just in it, just letting this melanin, you know, boil up. I just wanted to to, to, to bake a bit so that when I step outside, I'm like, ah, uh, this is me. Ah, uh, look at this face. <laughs> But it's all good in the hood. Just happy to be in South Africa right now. Happy to be alive. Grateful to be here as a child of God. And of course, as always, you know life with Lebang, how it goes. I'm never on my own. You know that my currency is people. You know I make sure that I bring the right people into the studio because I want to connect you with the right people all the time. But before I let you know who our guest is, I just need to, you know, bring you up to speed because I've been on maternity leave for about four months. It's been a minute. It's been a while. And I just got back last week and it was my first show again. I was just like getting into the groove of things, you know, like just wiggling my way through it again. And it just like, it felt so good to be back in my seat. And it was hard this morning to leave my baby. It's been hard leaving my baby at home. It's been, it hasn't been that easy. And you know, you'd think after you have, you have your first baby, you'll get used to it or your second. After having my fourth child, I realized that this thing just gets harder and harder. It's not, it's never easy to just leave your child without you, especially as a mother. I mean, she's, she's still tiny, but it's all good in the hood. Like I gotta, you know, I gotta stay focused and I love my job. So luckily I was able just to get the energy to come to work today and do what I gotta do. Speaking of my babies, as you know, I gave birth on the same day that I moved into a new house. So I thought it would make sense today to have a conversation about being an adult, right? Coming into reality with the fact that now you are adulting and maybe just making that decision to buy your first home. I mean, eventually you'll get there. If you're listening and you are still living at home with mommy and daddy, lucky you. <laughs> Enjoy it. <laughs> Make the most of that time because I promise you, it's going to just get so different when you're no longer doing that. But at some point in your life, you decide, you know, maybe you, you want to grow up or maybe, you know, you're just ready to make that decision. And finding your first home is something else. It is a completely new journey that needs research, that needs patience, that needs you to be financially savvy, right? You can't just go in there and say, ooh, I want a new crib. And then boom. You just go in. And mind you, I'm not speaking about renting. Renting renting is the easier option. Because, I mean, you just, you know, 
paying an, a fee every month and then money just leaves your account. But you don't own. Today I'm speaking to the people that want to own property. I'm speaking to the people that want to invest in like themselves on that level and also for like future generations. Like this is how you build generational wealth. This is what white people started doing 400 years ago. <laughs> you know, that's why they've been ahead of us because this is what they started doing years ago. So I'm speaking to you today as somebody who is interested in potentially getting their first home. And why I think it's such an important conversation is because it caught me off guard, man. I had no idea what I was getting myself into, but by God's grace, I got through it. So obviously, you know, when you, when you're finding a new home, there's so many things you need to consider. You need to decide which neighborhood are you going to go into? You need to decide what's my budget, you know? And if you're on buying at cash, then you need to decide, you know, which bank is going to loan me this money. If anything, you you don't decide that. The bank actually decides if they're going to loan you the money. So it's not that simple. But there are a lot of things to consider when you're looking for a new crib. You know, things like if you've got kids, how far the, school, the schools are. You know, is this a place that you can envision yourself living in for years and years? The overall quality of the neighborhood. I think this is the most important thing. Whether you're buying or renting, you need to be in a place that you're most comfortable in that makes sense for your life, you know? And also you must evaluate some of the features, you know, of the actual house, of the actual, whether it's a complex, whether it's a standalone house. I mean, think about the safety and the security. I know in South Africa specifically, my biggest thing was safety. You know, there's not a lot of places that are extremely safe. Even the the complexes themselves that have security guards, even they get broken into. So these are all things that you need to consider. Um, the lifestyle as well. If you're a person that likes to be very social and, you know, you like to go to malls, are there malls near where you're looking? So these are all things that essentially you need to be thinking about as a potential first time home owner. So I'm very excited today to introduce our guest who is ironically just somebody who's like, you know, on a human level, the most relatable person, right? I mean, I could have brought like a financial advisor. I could have brought a blah, blah, blah. I was like, you know what? Let's just talk to somebody who's extremely dope, who's very good with money, but is also just so well-spoken. It's not even funny. Like I'm talking to a man who is a voiceover artist. He's a speaker. He's a broadcaster. And if anything, he's just mastered the arts of communication. So today I'm chatting with Hanya Nimangwai and he's here. And he's going to tell us all about his experience and his journey. So, first and foremost, hello and welcome to Life with Lebang, Hanyane. Hello, Lebang. How are you? Listen to that voice. Oh, my God. <laughs> hello, Hanyane. How you doing? Huh? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So, the first thing I noticed about you was that you've also got a gap and I've got a gap. So, automatically, like, we're blood. Oh. Like, I just like that That gap energy is like, I'm about it. It's right there. It's right like, there. it's such a real thing, hey? Yeah, it is. And you and it's such a beaut to actually own it. Because yes. I remember growing up as a teenager, mm. I used to hate my gap. I really? I smiling at some point. Oh, no. And if there's anything I want to tell anybody is yeah. just own your beauty. You have to. You absolutely have to because, like, it's yours. Yeah. So if you try to hide that. Oh, no. Then, like, you know, you're losing a part of yourself. Massive part of yourself. And your identity is, like, it's your first clothing. It's like, your, yeah. it's you, right? Yeah, Absolutely. So, dude, I'm so excited to have you on the show today. Uh, when my producer told me that we'd be chatting to you, I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be so dope because we're just going to have a conversation, like just two grown adults that we are. So, Hanyane, when I hear the name Hanyane, I think, oh, okay, Hanyane, Hanyane, it means like just a little bit, yeah. Gastwana. Yeah. Ne? Am I right? Gastwana, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, what is your full 
Hanyane Mangwane. That whole, just give me like the background on the name. Cause I, I, there's a thing about names that I've got. Absolutely. Yeah. So Hanyane is actually a Tsonga name. Oh, word? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tsonga, okay. Which means Pilang. Oh, live well, live. Long, live strong. Yes. Um, it's very difficult, I guess, to, to try and, uh, Translate it okay. in, in the English language Of course but If I say pilang mm. You already know that it means It's loaded It means live well Live long Live strong Yes You know And live on yes. Generations to generation you know Yes what I'm So um, The name was given Because my parents are My father's a pastor Uh huh So My other name is Rifumelo Okay. Yeah. Reformelo. Uh, Reformelo, which is faith. Beautiful. Ah, of course. So I think my parents were like, the just shall live by faith, I guess. Yes. That religious point of view. Yes. I love that. That's so nice. I actually recorded an episode on names last week. And um, in having that conversation, I'm just remembering something that we, we discussed with my guest. And it was just how... African names have such full meaning yes. from A to Z. Like if you put all your names together, it's usually like a sentence yes. or a paragraph or a whole thing, yeah. you know, and the English language just doesn't have enough words Not enough to depth. directly translate. Mm. Not enough depth. depth. That's exactly. This yeah. is not enough depth. It's very like functional, surface level. Well, you know, yeah. we'll get you from A to Z. It's like my name is David. Okay. Yeah. What, what does that mean? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Anyway, that's not why we're here today. So you are all the way from Limpopo. You are the two. Uh, you are the second eldest of four children. That's a lot of siblings. I've got four kids, so I know yeah. what it's like to just you know be squat deep. Essentially. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to chat to you today. Uh, apparently you are what society would call a rebel in a nutshell because you seek to live a purpose driven life and to reach your highest potential. And I think I'm correct in saying you're actually doing that. Yeah. Right. I am. So let's discuss the first time you were like, you know what? I need to get me a crib or you're thinking about getting a house. What are the first thoughts that are in your head um, from a financial perspective, especially because as I discussed, it's not easy. It's a difficult decision to just like wake up and decide, was it something that you just decided to do quickly or was it a long winded thought process? Let us know what the process was for you. Okay. So um, the thing about long-term commitment like that, um, when you speak to a lot of people, people say, Oh my gosh, you have commitment phobias. And I'm like, no, I don't. Um, what are the things that as if you're a potential homeowner, you're looking to buy a home. One of the first things that most people never look at is how are the markets, how's the housing market looking right now? And most people will tell you it's overvalued. And as we saw with the 2008 sub mortgage crisis, um, the prices of homes fell. Mm-hmm. Uh, pe- people started defaulting as well. Uh, there were some very horrible decisions made by major, major international banks and investment banks, um, which led to a lot of people, um, losing their homes. And I think one of the most important thing is if you are looking for a home, one of the first things you really, really got to do is, am I buying at the right time? Because I know in 2020, yeah. um, the prime lending rate fell so far as 7%. Um, a lot of first-time homeowners came on board. Um, a lot of them were actually approved. 
But right now, two years later, it's a completely different story. Exactly. Like, a lot of people are actually going to not be able to keep up simply because they were not prepared for what's coming. And what's also happening right now is very unprecedented because it, I believe it's the first time, I just haven't done the, the research, but it's the first time in a long time, if, if it has ever happened, that we haven't had a recession in over 10 years. Sure. That is a very, very yeah. unprecedented time. Wasn't the last recession like 2008? Yeah. Yeah. The last global recession, 2000, uh, 2008, submerged mm. crisis. Mm. Yeah. And I think it's very important to look at that because right now, if you say, for example, bought a home for like 700,000 rand, for example, um, at that time, your repayment was probably under 6,000 rand, just probably just 5,600 rand somewhere, yeah, somewhere yeah. about there. Um, Right now, what you're looking at with the hikes, and we're not just looking at South Africa alone, but the U.S. now, um, they came from a minus, um, uh, what is it, lending rate to a positive lending rate, lending rate rather. And so you got to look at those factors. It's, 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 it's the season that we're in right now where, um, in China, it's already happening. Um, the housing crisis has already started. You look at Europe, what's happening in Europe. There's a recession already. The U.S. is in recession. Um, I'd like to believe we're also in a recession. It's just that the effects thereof will be felt months or years later. Mm-hmm. I don't see us going beyond 2023 without a full-blown conclusion recession. But these debates is this going to be a deflation inflation whatever it's going to be it will affect you at some point and we've seen with the fuel prices they affect everything else so it is important that if you are uh, looking to buy a home um maybe do a little bit of research and and look at yeah. when is actually the, the best right time, time okay. to actually buy so yeah. essentially what you're saying is step 1 is research absolutely research, it's a long term commitment 20 years guys come it on it is that's a long time that's i mean that's a hell of a long time take the age you are now yes. plus 20 yeah yo dog that is a while so it's- in other words if you're a 7 year old listening to this you'll be 27 exactly 7 year old listening to this and i yeah. know you're out there listening absolutely. to this 7 year old <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, in, in a nutshell, step one is to do research, right? Absolutely. Find out, um, I guess the, the condition of Absolute, the economy yeah, and yeah. how it will affect you. Yes. Right? Yes. And what, and what's the worst case scenario yeah. in terms of inflation? Should you fix your, um, your, your interest or not? That's a, that's yeah. another question I had with, with my banker. He doesn't seem to think it's a good idea. Okay. Um, whereas other people think it's a good idea and, People will always differ when for it comes sure. to these sort of things. For sure. Can you just quickly, like on a human level, just basic for the seven year old out there that's listening, sure. what is the difference between fixing your interest and maybe not fixing your interest? Um, so if you fix it, uh, if you were fortunate enough in 2007 to make the decision to actually fix it, you're still paying 7%. Whereas if you are on an adjustable one, um, then it means as inflation picks up, you'll be paying a little bit more. Uh, right now, um, you are definitely not paying 5,600 rand if your home was 700,000 rand. Yes. And that is the reality. But that's not only on, 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 on home loans. It's on yeah. every loan. Yes. Yeah. On yeah. every level. 
Hectic, hectic. So times are changing is the point. Very much and, and very you need to quickly. Be, you need to be prepared for yeah. any changes. I mean, COVID-19 showed us that things can change in an instant. instant. And you'd rather be prepared than have to repair. Yeah. And so um, I know that unfortunately a lot of families lost their homes. A lot of banks were repossessing homes during that time. And it left many people... You know, just in situations that they didn't, they never expected to be in. Yeah. So as a first time home buyer, if for example, the option of buying a new home is not necessarily, you know, the only one, mm. what about looking at recently repossessed homes? Oh, homes that the banks are yeah. now putting on auction. So yeah. what is that process like compared to the traditional process of just buying a home, going to a bank, boom, 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 signing papers and then Bob's your uncle? Um, so bank repossessed homes tend to be a lot cheaper because the banks are trying to basically get their money back on the initial uh, loan that the person took and could not fulfill. So those tend to be a lot better because in that instance, you, you might get a home that was going for 7 million rand and the person was left with say another 10 years and you'll get it for a lot less than what you would. Uh, of course. So the ideal thing to do is, um, always whenever you're looking at whether it's property 2024 20, or private property or you're speaking to your agent, always ask about repossessed homes because those will tend to be your bargain right there. Yeah. So I know sometimes, as you mentioned, these apps, these property 24s, these uh, private properties, whatever, yeah. some of them also just give you the details of the auction home like directly. Yeah. Would you advise somebody go through the agent or is it quite the same thing to just do it yourself like again we're first time buyers in in, in the inverted point. commas yeah. yeah so is this something that you we should p- possibly do through an agent so that they can guide us or is this something that you know if you do enough research you can literally do it yourself so the other thing about auctions is they can be a little bit tricky all right so what do i mean by that yeah is, um you can get to an auction house and there's already people who are working with the auctioners. Oh. So they can bid as high as, say, a house is five million rand and they say, I'll buy it for, one will say, I'll buy it for three and a half. The next person says four. The next person says four and a half. And they keep increasing the price until the weakest link in the room who's not aware actually says, no, I'll get it for seven. But they actually just wanted to sell it. They for just five. wanted five. Yeah. 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 So I think that's the trick with it. Um, whether your agent knows that or not, I'm not entirely sure, but that's Hexic. the trick with auctions, um, is that don't be, don't be too haste to, um, bid just yet. Just watch the room, watch the energy, um, look out for the potential partners in the, in the auction as well, because that happens. It's not, and that doesn't, yeah. it's not just for houses, yeah. but for cars, whatever it is that you're trying to buy, yeah. any piece of property, it's, that's the way it goes. So essentially, this is like auctioning 101 yeah. <laughs> as well. Like, so you, you need to be aware because yeah. a lot of, a lot of first time people, they go there and they're like, well, I got, I got five million rand. Um, and they'll be like, I'll buy it for four and a half. Right. And the next person says five. They raise the stakes so that it keeps increasing the stakes of what the house is actually going to be sold for. Exactly. So that's that'll depend on is your agent aware or not. But one of the things definitely look out for is just take the back seat. Yeah. And just suss out the room. I almost feel like saying maybe attend 
a number of auctions first. There we go. Instead of just going to the one even, and wanting to buy the one. Yes. Even with the houses that you're not interested in. Yes. Just to learn yes. how this game is actually played. Yes. Just go there. Exactly. Yeah. Go there exactly. with your friends, just or with whom, whomever you're with, your partner. Just go there and just observe what goes on in there. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I like that because it's such an interesting, I guess, side of property where I'm seeing a lot on social media right now on the timeline. People are like, if you can't afford, you know, a house at its actual uh, rate, look for repossessed houses. But Absolutely. it almost seems like an overwhelming world to get into if you're clueless. If you're on the outside looking and you're like, geez, an auction. I've only seen those on TV. Where am I going to start? Yeah. So. I think, as Hanyan is saying today, start by just attending. If yeah. you getting a gist of the vibe, the energy, it could actually save you a lot of money in the long run. Absolutely. Especially if you're in the business of building a property portfolio. Yes. Which is another thing I want to discuss because yeah. I don't know if people, if enough people are thinking that far ahead. Sure. You know, some people are just thinking, cool, I've got a bit of money. Let me get a house. And then that's it. Boom. Bob's your uncle. I'm out. Mm. No. Yeah. That sounds fine for now. I think there's also a side of this property investment thing that we're we're ignoring especially as the black community. Yeah. It's never been advertised to us, it's never been made fashionable to us. If anything it's always been positioned as unattainable. Mm. And that's why I want to speak on property investment and having a portfolio versus just being a first-time homeowner and having your house and then just keeping it moving. Absolutely. There's the other side of it which is Cool. Now you've got your first house. Yay. What, what more? Um, you know, now do you buy flats and rent out flats? Do you buy more property, investment properties, that kind of thing. So let's talk a little bit about that side of it, just so that we can extend the thinking of, you know, and go beyond just being a first time homeowner. Yeah. So interestingly enough, we've been, uh, my brother's actually the one who entered the property market first. And from observing him, I learned quite a, quite a great deal. Um, what a lot of people are ignoring, and this is something that I feel like a lot of us should get into. Um, Ekasi, right? A lot of people are thinking, Oh, I need to buy a house yeah. in uh, Ravonia. I need to buy a house in Bryanston in the suburbs, in the burbs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, the truth is, Yes, you can make some money from that. I just feel like, and this is, this is just my personal opinion. Sure. Um, you, you stand to make a lot more money if you go to Makelwani. Mm. Ask them mm. if they would not consider selling mm. for, say, 400,000 Rand. If their house is valued at 300,000 Rand, there's no way sure. that they'd probably want to leave. But if they see some serious cash, sure. say, look, this, I can wire this into your account as sure. soon as seven days from now, whatever. Yeah. Um, and you've been pre-approved for that amount, of course. Mm. One of the things that you can do is buy two yards or even one sometimes. And I've seen yeah. a lot of people are making a lot of money now. It's, if you go to the, to the hood right now it's changing there are apartments right now and if you build upwards you build you build double story flats and they they just need to be two stories two stories yeah yeah the amount of invest the investment that you're going to put in versus what you're going to start to get out is absolutely 
amazing. There are scores of stories of people who've gone out uh, in mining communities, in, in, in the township where there's construction happening somewhere close by, near an industrial area. That's where you really, really want to invest. Because the trick with buying a townhouse, say, in Bryanston, yeah, is that you're, you're not going to get much rental uh, income from that. Because, first of all, you need to consider the levies that you're going to be paying, right? And they, those are not cheap, especially in these um, in these zones such as if you look at Rosebank, Santon, yeah. Houghton. Yeah. Those areas are not cheap. So you need to consider all those things before considering investing in a piece of property. Yes, it will appreciate a lot more. Let's not forget that uh, versus what your property in um, say Alex or Tembisa or Soweto or Sushanguve, whatever it might be, um, it'll appreciate a little bit more than what it will there. However, you are looking at rental income. You're not looking at, mm. yeah, look, in 10 years time, this is what I'm going to stand, stand to gain. For sure. Um, a piece, a uh, piece of advice that I also saw on, on Instagram on one of the channels I follow is, as a guy who says, if you've got a child, what you really want to do is you want to buy them a piece of property right now so that you rent it out. The, the, the tenants are paying it off. By the time your child is done with high school, they now go and live there with some of their schoolmates or whatever it is, and they still be earning a rental income, but you pass it on to them. Exactly. That is really good advice. I love that. So start investing into your children's, um, future. By securing property for them. Exactly. And by, by property, we don't necessarily mean in prime areas. You can go and buy a 300,000 rand home, renovated, and get people to live in there. I've seen a lot of potential with not just um, in, in the hood, but if you look at areas where there's varsities, oh my God. Yes, students. It is the, the properties right now where the students are at are not cheap. But they're definitely worth the investment because if you can, if you can build rooms for say 4,000 rand and you've got like eight rooms, what's eight times four? It's 32,000 rand. You do the math. Exactly. Exactly. How much money are you getting, are you going to get from that? So mm. there is a lot of potential in those, um, in those spaces. And for the people who are looking, um, much, uh, much bigger commercial space because a lot of us don't think commercial. Exactly. We're just thinking residential, but commercial property is also very valuable. Um, but also it is important to do your research uh, because the, there's a lot of talk about brick and mortar being, you know, almost a thing of the past. I've seen a lot of articles about how office spaces are now vacant because of the work from homes set up, the remote working and all of that. Yes. It is important to look at that, of course. Yes. Um, but also to look at the future, look at the planning of what the city's planning for that specific area. Th- those are very important things to look at. You don't just dive into it and be just like, yeah, for the last hundred years, this place has been, has been doing phenomenally well. There are areas that will continue to do well. Um, we just saw, uh, an area which used to be called the golden circle of production houses where we do voiceovers, right? This is in Bryanston. Everyone had to move out because of one client who apparently 
booked out the entire place, got the contract for, if I'm not mistaken, no less than five years. Something like that. I, I just can't remember. And they, they, they built up call centers. Oh, <gasps> you're joking. Yeah. You're and joking. One of the cool things is obviously that deal was great for them to ask everybody to move out by a certain period of time. Yeah. Um, and you can always negotiate rates and things like that if it is long term and things like mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. it is important to, um, conduct your research. For sure. Um, not just from a what, um, Looking at the market itself, but mm. also looking at the long-term plans yes. that the city might have. For sure. I mean, if we look at Hillbrow, for example, yes. I'm told that it used to be the Santon. Right? My, my parents. In the 80s. Yes. Yeah. My parents tell me that all the time. Yeah. Uh, because I was actually born in 1990. Yeah. And I was born in a hospital in Hillbrow. So my parents told me that I was like, Oh, really? Jeez. Oh, hectic. They're like, dude, no, 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 no. Santon. They're like, bro, you were born in the Santon of that time. It was yeah. popping. Yes. It was clean. It was. It was just and I look at pictures and I'm like, sure, Hillbro really was the place to be. Yeah. And you look at it now, and this is only 30 years later. Mind yeah. you, 30 years is it's a long time, but yeah. on paper, it's really not a long time. No, it's not. In terms of taking out a loan, it's really not a long It's only 30 years. Yeah. Look how much it's changed. Absolutely. So it, it, it is absolutely important because if you bought at the wrong time, yes. the depreciation of that piece of uh, property yeah. is not good. Yeah. However, also, there is a silver lining in that a lot more um, people looking to live together communally yeah. started moving in together. So people who saw the opportunity went in there and started buying as well. And so yeah. it's, it's not always a bad idea in yes. that sense because yes. I see a lot of people like to buy uh, properties and they start to partition them, make them affordable yeah. um, because there's a lot of people who who have found jobs aside and are looking to move in. And that's where the opportunity actually is. So I don't think, as as one of my mentors likes to say, you can never have an advantage without a disadvantage and you yeah. can never have, a, have an advantage without a disadvantage. disadvantage. So there is a silver lining. Um, I don't know if we're going to get into it, but one of the things that are important that um, we need to discuss is the fact that if you do position yourself, let's say, for example, you want to wait out um, this housing bubble that's about to occur. If you do want to wait it out, what you really want to do is you want to look at investments, right? That will hold out for that period. And one of them is actually God's money. What Mike Maloney calls God's money. Okay, you are going to have to elaborate on that exact yeah. part. That is, for me, that is my favorite. Okay. If you actually, uh, and again, this is just my opinion, right? Don't quote me on it. Do your own research. And I think that's very important because a lot of people um, during this time, during this transition, there's going to be a lot of uh, wealth transfer during this period. Mm, mm. Best believe. Mm. Uh, if you've read uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, he speaks a great deal about it, not just in that book, but he speaks a great deal about a lot of companies starting up, a lot of uh, uh, Facebooks and a lot of Apple's, Apple companies. Well, I don't mean Apple, Apple, but companies yes. like Apple yes. are going to actually going to uh, be built up by kids as young as 16, right? But as some of them, as quickly as they came in, mm. They're They'll leave just as quickly. 100%. So I think it's it's very important that you look at history. One of the great examples that we have of what's potentially coming and what a lot of people, a lot of the whispers in the corridors that are happening um, around the financial gurus is that we are looking at worst case scenario, 1929 Great Depression. 
Hectic. Very, very scary time, but also very, very exciting. Yes. Because it means that if you're going to position yourself, you will be one of the people who will be buying properties at close to nothing. And that's very important because positioning is, is absolutely important. When I recently read, um, uh, there's a book I'm reading. It's called, I like to read books and, you know, in bits and pieces. Um, there's a book called The Psychology of Money. I just yeah. forgot the author. Yeah. In there, he describes, um, JFK's, J- John F. Kennedy's experience with the Great Depression. He had no idea what the Great Depression actually meant for other people. His family was so well off that his father was apparently the one hiring people to work in their gardens, uh, or in their garden rather, to work in their home just so that they can put food on their table. This was during a time when rich business people, businessmen and women, yeah, um, but obviously at the time it was a lot of rich businessmen uh, because they didn't believe in equality as we do now. Sad times indeed. Very. Uh, it's very shocking that uh, to me, uh, to you and I, it's very weird that yes. it would take uh, that long. That I mean, America, who pride themselves in being, you know, the founders of democracy mm, uh, and the it, capital of the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, they, it took them years to allow women to vote. And I, to you and I, who've been schooled differently, mm, mm. it's the weirdest thing in the world, it's guys. So I don't get it. Yeah, it's so weird. I, I really, personally, I don't get it. Mm. For you growing up in that time, if you're indoctrin- indoctrined into believing women are lesser, mm. it probably made sense it's to you. It's probably normal. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally. But to you and I, it's like, no, you guys were crazy. Exactly. You guys were primitive. Are you guys high? Right. my first. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> like, are you guys okay? And again, in my opinion, I think it was... It was miseducation. Hundred percent. Absolute miseducation. 100%. I am. We still ob- have a lot of that. We d- we still way. sadly living in a time where that is still a real thing. Um, but I'll I'll always be of the belief that generally, like a lot of men are automatically intimidated by women because women are able to do so much, mm. and not in a in a space of competing, yeah. but just in a space of where women are positioned best. They excel. Yes. They excel. Yes, and it's it's it, here's the thing, and this is what I want to say to. Anyone who feels threatened by women, guys, this is not about competition. Thank you. And the popular opinion out there that women don't need men and men don't need women, that is absolute hogwash. It is hogwash. That is, is hogwash. That is, that is deviation from truth. Exactly. There is no way that you and I would be here. Exactly. If it wasn't for the joint exactly. uh, venture. The collaboration. Like the collaboration. Exactly. Of both. Exactly. Because... Whatever you believe in, whether you believe in God, nature, infinite intelligence, whatever it is that you believe in, yeah, did not make a mistake. Yes, by bringing both. Exactly. So you need both. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. Hundred percent. So let's do away with this idea that I don't need you and you don't need me. No, 100%. I need you in as much as you need me. That's it. And that is the truth. I love the truth. Yeah, I love the truth. You you need that. You do. You need that, you do. guys. It, there's no two way about it. Mm. I, get, I get it. A lot of people are probably mad at what's happened in the past. And mm. look, it, it to me does make sense. Mm. I call it stupidity. I call it miseducation. Mm. And whoever informed people about the differences between and and again coming back to. I really want to appeal to parents. I know this is not what we're talking about, but I really want to appeal to parents. It's okay. This is life with LeBang. We speak okay. about life. Exactly. Yeah. I really want to appear, 
appeal rather mm. to parents. Mm. Um, please teach your children mm. their language. Yes, and I'll tell you why. Mm. There is a direct correlation mm. between the way you used to live mm. and your language. Mm. For example, I dare you to try and translate the word workmanship. Oh man! In your mother tongue. Oh man! Omutswana <laughs> get. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Oh, I'm yeah, I dare you. But that's work itself. Workmanship. That is yes. to work together. Yes. It's how you're not going to do it. You're you not, can't. You can't. Exactly. And the fact that you can't, for me, shows you how you used to live. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I encourage, and the reason why I say you should learn your language, mm. it is because at any point that I refer to you or to me. Mm. There is no gender. Yes. There is no gender. In fact, I'll take it as far as spirituality. Whatever again, whatever it is that you believe in. Mm. There is no he or she. Yes. And I urge you. Yes. To go look into yourself. Yes. Because nobody will be invested in you. So if you don't take the time mm. to learn about you and where you come from, yes, you will be wandering about. You will become whatever whoever wants you to be. 100%. And again, it is very important that we look at that because a lot of us are lost. So many. Are so lost. So many. And 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 a lot of us look at the um uh, uh, uh um the chauvinism. Mm. That Musadi Otanza and Neko Kishining. And we, yeah. we, we think that's how we've always lived. Yeah. And I urge you to look into yourself again. Mm. Because when you look into yourself, what you'll realize that, uh, beyond what your history teach, teacher or what the education, uh, department decides for you to learn about you mm. is only a portion, a fraction. It's only a fraction. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Because me learning about uh, the Battle of Isanjuana is a fraction. Mm. What was I doing before? Exactly. What was I doing before 1615? Exactly. And I'll tell you, look at my language. Mm. One of the things that I was doing, if you look at my language, Mm. it tells you how I used to live. Yeah. As a matter of fact, when you look into history, what you'll find in in accounts that you, if you go into, for example, Egyptian history, and a lot lot of people actually think Egyptian history, when you look at um, ancient Egyptians, they are thinking uh, Arabs or um, people who are not actually African or of African descent. Mm. Whereas, whereas... They if you go are. into it, yeah, my nigga, yeah, all right, yeah. I don't know what you call a female nigga, but anyway, now nah, niggas are niggas, niggas. Yeah. Right? My, my, niggas, my nigga, my nigga, right? <laughs> I, I like to. Hence, when I, whenever I speak to my team, I speak about inclusion. That's why I I brought up the conversation yes. about workmanship. Yes. I said to them, and and as I was presenting to them over the weekend, weekend, I said, um. Workmanship. I'm gonna have to find a replacement for that because mm. again, it's not a cameraman. Mm. It's a Camera operator. Exactly. See, language Camera shapes the person. way. Yes. Yeah, yes. It shapes the way you think about the next person. Yes. Hence, I say, I appeal to you, parents. Yes. It is not cool for me to see you. All right. Mm. At the mall, 
at Woolies mm. with your with your kids, and your kids are saying, "Mommy, mommy, mommy, I want this." Right? There's nothing wrong with that. Mm. But I'm just saying, who is you? Hey, sh- who is you? Put some respects on okay. my name. I am your mother. All right. I birthed you, honey. And and also, who is you? Mm. Because again, coming back to my point now, if you look at, uh, I, I, I gave an illustration to someone who recently lost, um, their parent. And I said to them, you've been taught that, um, that the person's dead. Mm. That's not true, my friend. Mm. That's far from the truth. Mm. And the reason why I say that, again, language is important. Yes. Guess Zulu. Um, when the sun sets. Yes. They say ilanga lishoni. Right. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give because Zulu has the best example that I've found so far. Sure. Um, and again, for those who think, oh, I'm pro Zulu, no, I'm not. I, I, I am pro every, <laughs> pro every, everything, everything, everything everybody, everybody, diversity, love it. Right. But it just so happens that this example. Sure. Um, falls within sure. the the parameters of the language sure. uh, and how they've kept it. When ukoko eshona, mm. or rather, when 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 grandma passes mm. away, we say ukoko shonile. Uh huh. But what will the sun do the following day? It'll rise, honey. But now. What's happening currently in a in a different part of the world mm. is that ilangal shonile, mm. right? We can't see the sun at the moment, but it doesn't negate its existence. Exactly. It's just shining, shining at a different part of the world that we ourselves cannot, cannot see. see with our physical eye. Natural eye. With our natural eye, yes. Right? Yes. I, I like, I like physical because you're absolutely right. Because what's yes. natural anyway, right? Is the mind natural? Because mm. the mind is also natural eye. 100%. If I say a pink elephant sitting on top of this desk right now. I can envision it. You're not thinking words. You're mm. thinking in pictures and yes. you can see it. And therefore yes. we create with our mind. Yes. The very microphones that we're speaking, the technology was created through the power of the mind and the, and the imagination. And yes. the planning that went into it. Yes. So the point I'm trying to get at right now without getting philosophical <laughs> is that going back to where we come from. Yes. But that's not where the story ends. Because again, in science, Mm. it's almost like we learn, but Mm. we never learn. Mm. We memorize, but we never learn. Mm. Because in science, one of the first laws that we learned was energy can never be created nor destroyed, but merely transferred from one form to the next. To the next, yes. Now... What I want to point you towards mm. is how you used to live. Mm. And I'm not even talking you 1615 and the invasion invasion. No, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a portion of the story. That's a fraction it's of a, where you used to be. Hanyan. Because uh-huh. again, there is no coincidence mm. that you don't find pyramids anywhere else in the world except the African continent. 100%. There is no coincidence that you found the existence of a golden, a, a rhino Made purely from gold Mm. That means You had the means To not only Mine gold But you also had the means To refine it And shape it And create all kinds of things It means you had the wealth Yes That now Apparently you don't have And that is Not 
the truth. It's not the truth. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people get stuck in the right now and they think that this is how life has always been. It has My friends, sure. allow me to tell you that if you dig deep into the history books mm. that your school teacher don't even know, mm-hmm. and what you'll find is that actually, if you look at the city of Benin, for example, which is document, documented by one of the explorers, the African explorers, yeah. he comes in and says that I came to a city that I found which had a resemblance to the lights that we now have today, mm. the city lights. Mm. The whole world is talking about green. The whole world is talking about superfoods. And I, I like to say that there is no such thing as superfoods, and I'll explain why. I'll substantiate for 50 marks right now. <laughs> um, I know we, 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 we are getting into a bunch of things. But here's, here's what I wanted to say. Mm. Whew. Good Lord have mercy. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I'm loving this. I am absolutely loving this. This is what I wanted to say. Yeah. That you've always had the means to live abundantly. Amen. What one of the explorers has just forgot his name. He says the city was so well built, so civilized. There is no crime. There is no poverty. Now in today, in today's terms, that is unimaginable, but that's the point. Yeah. Is that where you come from Mm. Is so unimaginable Mm. You need to look Into the hourglass And realize that what, what, where you are now, the first shall be last and the last shall be first. Yes. Where you were, where you are today is completely the opposite of where you come from. 100%. You come from royalty, baby. 100%. You ran world forums, 100%. economic forums. Yes. You ran trade by the Nile. Yes. People came to you. So just because Right now, you find yourself wherever you are. Mm. Don't mean that's where you come from. Sure. No, you come from royalty, baby. You still are royalty. You just don't know it yet. Deep yeah. down inside of you, it is there. Absolutely. And, and, and one of the things, sorry, you spoke about melanin. Mm. Actually, the correct word is carbon. Oh. You are carbonized. Oh. That's the reason why when you step out into the sun, you get to feel the energy coming into or surging through your body. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people will talk about, oh my gosh, the sun will give you cancer. That is not entirely true. And Mm -hmm. I can prove it. One of the things that my teacher told me is that I should not look in directly into the sun. Yes. Uh, I'm 38 years, uh, 38 years old Mm. right now. I don't wear glasses. Mm. I look at the sun. I can see better than some of my employees who yeah. are 20 something. Yeah. Right? And I look directly into the sun. You might say, oh, that's because you inherited good genes. Mm, no. There is no such thing. Again, miseducation. Yeah. I can inherit good genes, but have bad, a very horrible lifestyle, which starts to affect my genetics. Genetics are not static, guys. Sure. Get over the idea that, oh, because my father died mm. of cancer, therefore I'm also going to die of cancer. That is not true. Because if I take an avocado seed and I plant it in, say, Iceland, yeah. will it grow? The answer is no. But it's still the seed. Exactly. Which means your environment starts to affect your genetics. I am learning so much today. It is not even funny. 
we literally walked into the studio and we're like, yeah, we're going to be talking about uh, buying your first home. And we did for like two minutes. Two minutes. And then we got into the real stuff. <laughs> we got into the meat of life. And I'm so sad that the, the time is up because I want to sit here for the next six hours and just unpack your brain. You know, we could just lock the doors and continue the conversation. And they'll have to deal with us because that's please, that. Please. I, I do, if you don't mind me just quickly mentioning this because a lot of people are probably wondering what I meant by position, positioning yourselves. You literally have 30 um, seconds. Go. 30 seconds. Yes. What it basically is looking at God's money. Okay. God's money is natural. What we have in circulating amongst us is what we call fiat currency. Okay. In other words, your, your, your dollar bill or your rand bill yes. is what we call fiat currency, which can be made up, yes. which is why we have quantitative, quantitative easing, uh-huh. right? Which is the printing of money. Yes. Just that free will. However, God's money cannot be printed. Mm. Now I'm talking about precious metals, gold and silver. Go do your research. Thank me later as your plug. My word. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, guys, grannies, grandpas, uncles, everybody, cousins, Hanyane Mangwane has literally just blessed life with Lebang. And that's my favorite thing about the show is that we come here to talk about one thing. But if the spirit is telling you to listen, come listen on. to yourself, the truth will come out. Please, can we do this again? Please. Next time you come to the studio, I'm not even going to give you a topic. The topic <laughs> will just... Flow out of you like it did today I'm so so I'm blessed And I'm happy that we actually did this Because this is exactly what life is And the more people believe what we've just spoken about Then the better our people will be Absolutely The more equipped our people will be to live this life thing Yes And I'm so excited Thank you so much for tuning in to Life with Lebang I promise you we are going to get Hanyane back in studio I don't know how, I don't know when But we'll make it happen Just because the blessings are so real And they are so alive Where can people find you on social media quickly before we leave? So my social media is, is a little bit dead, but I'm reviving it next month. Love uh, it. Planning. Um, Anyani underscore. M, so Anyani with an N-I, not an N-E. Yes. Anyani underscore M. Anyani is with an H, by the way, because I've heard other people call me Anyani, but it's ah, <laughs> ah Anyani. Yes. Anyani underscore M. Yes. And then my YouTube channel, Anyani Mangwani. Got it. N-I-M-A-N-G-W-A-N-I. Awesome. Um, and yeah, let's do this again. I'd love to be back. Absolutely. I, 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 I love this, this, this session. It Absolutely. Was, it was. It was Real, it was right? A total bliss. Dude. Yeah. We're going to do this again. Thank you so much. My name is Lebang Khosana and this was a life with Lebang. Cliffcentral.com.